Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and of course, my blog talk radio community. And I hope you are having a great start to your week. I know I am because my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, so the city has just been in, in, I guess, in awe of excitement over the past few hours. And, of course, our sponsor for today's show is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audio books and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audio book of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later I will be sharing with you my audio book selection for this week. Well, it was a late night, early morning for me, but I am excited to be here because joining us tonight for an interview is Felicia Wallace-Benton. Um, as I shared the last time, um, there were some scheduling uh, conflicts on our end, so I was happy to uh, have an opportunity just to interview her, and you're going to hear that interview in just a few minutes. And, of course, in the next half hour, I will be sharing some tips in the Taylor's Tip Time and just five things that can help you maintain your organized special space. And, of course, my product suggestion, app suggestion, and repurpose suggestion of the week. But my question to you of the week is, where is your special space? Is it your craft room? Is it your office? Is it your zen room? I would love to know. So please go to my social media page and find today's episode on creating and organizing your special space and just comment below. I'd love to hear from you. Well, um, before I um, share with you my interview with Felicia, I just wanted to share with you a couple of new things that are um, have come about in the past few years. Of course, the man cave has always been around, and that is, is either a man cave or a man space. And it's less commonly known as a man land or mantry is a male retreat, mantry, like sanctuary mantry, is a male retreat or sanctuary in a home such as a specially equipped garage, spare bedroom, media room, den or basement. The term man cave is a metaphor describing a room inside the house, such as the basement of a garage or attic or office or outside of the house, such as a woodshed or a tool room where guys can go, can just do as they please without fear of upsetting any female sensibilities about house decor or design. Now, 
also recently is the she shed or the she shed more and more ladies are staking claim to backyard sheds as a spot to claim their own, whether it be by gardening or just somewhere to curl up with a good book. You have a neglected potting shed in your backyard. You're in luck. And, of course, there are so many different ways you can go on Pinterest, not only about man caves, but also about the she shed as well, which is why I wanted to have a conversation with Felicia Wallace-Benton, in regards to this, because so many of us have those rooms in our homes that are just full of clutter and how we can create them into a usable space, because that's valuable real estate. So as the owner of Designing Your Vision, Felicia uses her skills as an interior designer to help clients to see the full potential and most effective way to use their space. She has designed spaces changing her clients' interiors from ordinary to extraordinary. Whether it's the kitchen, the bathroom, or the office, Felicia provides her clients with the unique look they are looking for, which is why I wanted to have her to join us. So just to kind of share with us, one, how we can tackle that space and how we can make it uniquely ours. So now I'm going to be sharing my interview with Felicia Wallace Benton of Designing Your Vision. Oh, listeners, I am so happy. Felicia Wallace Benton is with us this evening, and she's going to share with us some tips and some techniques on how to take a space that may be underutilized, may be full of clutter, and create a space that is truly our own. So thank you so much, Felicia, for turning. Oh, you're welcome, Janet. It's my pleasure. I enjoy <laughs> doing these shows and sharing advice with your clients. Yeah. <laughs> and we enjoy having you as our special guest. So um, just to kind of get started, give the listeners an idea of, you know, some of the things that you've done in the past with clients when they come to you and they said, hey, Felicia, I've got this space. I want to make it my own. Um, just to kind of give the listeners some ideas of, like, some things that they can create for that space of their own. Well, um, for each client, um, believe it or not, it's their space that they're designing is, is always personal for them. So um, what I do is try to bring out in them what makes it work to give it that more personal feel. Like, for example, if it's a family room, um, how many people do you normally need to sit? If it's um, uh, a kitchen, um, do you like to entertain? Uh, make sure you have area to entertain or or counter space to do a lot of cooking and prep. So basically, uh, I guess long story short, whatever they need to make the space function is what I try to provide as a designer because that will give them the space as their dream. And then to personalize it, I just have them add their own little touch. Um, And I try to, from some clients, this is hard because they don't know what would make that space personal, whether it be artwork or personal photos or whatever the case may be. But that's something I suggest every client does because those are little icing or details on the cake that can, you know, add 
pop to any space. Um, so for one client in their family room, I told them to add uh, a picture that they're um, – I think her mother-in-law painted because her mother-in-law was a painter. And since she had gone on, I suggested adding to the family room. And they worked around the color and the schemes, and that made that space their personal space. It just made it all the more welcoming and warming, and it added that sentimental value to the space. So things like that are kind of priceless, and it's what I ask my clients to kind of do on their own. Um, and then I can help them incorporate that into the space so it can be their own special space. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now, I have – go ahead. No, you can <laughs> Um, I was going to say I have created unique spaces, like for kids, um, for to help mothers with their newborns, um, make spaces for a newborn baby or things of that nature. Um, And then again, I always ask them, what will make this space special um, for you and your child? Or what will make this space special for your child? So those little things I try to incorporate in the overall design of the space to make that space unique and special for them. Mm -hmm. So when someone comes to you and they show you a space, it may be empty or it may be full of stuff, Um, in addition to um, just kind of sitting down with you and really discussing what the goal and the vision is, are there any other things that people should do um, in regards to the space? Specifically, of course, I'm sure if it's full of stuff, they need to get the stuff out. Are there any other (laughs) things that you suggest to clients as well? Well, that's number one. I mean, normally, and um, I think we touched on this a number of times, when a space is cluttered, if I'm if I'm brought in to redo a space and their main concern is that I can't organize it or it's not working um, and they don't know how to organize it or, or get the space to kind of function, I sit down and ask them how they want it to function because nine times out of ten, that's the problem. Um, if people, like... Um, I've dealt with what I call multi-purpose rooms. They're not necessarily family rooms. They don't really work as a formal living room. And people don't know what to do with them, so they end up kind of either being a storage room or a kid's room or things of that nature. And it's not really um, working for the family, which, like, if it's the first room you see when you come in the door, it's cluttered. It's not a welcoming space for, you know, guests. They always have to worry about straightening up. So that's when I say, well, if you want this room to function, like say as a kid's room, then let's help you to get organized so the kids can come and play. They know where to put their their toys back. Um, That way when you do have company, you're not flustered to clean up the space. Another small space that ironically people have a problem with or like their foyer or foyer, how you want to pronounce mm-hmm. it, when they first come in. Because like especially now with the snow, you, know, you have boots, you have shoes, you have scarves, you have coats, you know, people don't really hang up all their coats, so you might have too much. Some people are need a place where they can hide their mail. So it's just like a whole bunch of clutter as soon as you walk in. And I just ask them, well, how do you need this to function? Do you need this to be a space where you come and sit and put off your shoes? Okay, if you don't have that room right before you, where can we place it? So things of that, I kind of have them think 
ahead of time um, to help them. Because once you get this space to function, the more organized you are and the more you stay on top of it because it's, it's working to how you use the space. It's just a weird, it's a, it's a weird concept, but trust me, every client that's wrapped their head around it has a happy space <laughs> and an organized <laughs> <laughs> And that is true. And I think because one time, you know, I shared a story of a woman who she felt like she had, she was angry and frustrated with her husband, and she felt she had to change him because he just liked putting things when he came home. He liked taking his shoes off. He liked taking his coat off and his hat. And I said, well, do you have a system by the door? And she looked at me. She said, no. And I said, well, give him a system by the door. I said, it would help, you know, you wouldn't be frustrated and he would have a place to put his stuff. I said, you don't want to really, he's, he's kind of got a system going, but he just needs something to put, some place to put his things. And she was like, you know, that makes sense. So you're right. You just have to create something the way somebody functions. But you started talking about the organizing. So what are some creative ways that people can organize a space? Because I think sometimes they think they've got to get either the clear bins, the big bins, the plastic bins, but I feel, and you know this, there's so many other ways that you can organize things in a space. Oh, my gosh. There's so many ways. Um, Anywhere from just you can go and buy a really nice entertainment center with shelving for a family room and use decorative baskets um, to store things in. Um, if the entertainment center has doors, and we can be even more creative with the bins and label the bins inside the where the doors close so no one can see that, but still labeling the bins. Um, a lot of parents with young kids with games and things of that nature, that's what I do. I mean, because they don't want that out. Most people want their house ready for show in case anybody comes. But my thing is you can't – you can have it ready for show, but you also have to have it livable. So all of these items, if you need something to store your kids' games in, then let's think about what would be useful to house the TV, to sit the TV so you can store your kids' games. The same with, like, um, if you have a kid's room. Um, in the house where it's just playing. Well, what can we set up in here? Whether it's bookcases, we can do a really nice bookcase and design. It doesn't have to contain all books, but it can contain baskets for items. Make sure it has some doors so we can have some shelving. I mean, shelves where we can store plastic bins and label that for the kids' um, items. Um, Things of that nature. Um, Furniture. Furniture is a great store, especially like storage ottomans. They're great. They're perfect for family rooms, to house blankets and things of that nature, pillows. I, I love storage ottomans. Um, another thing are like little trunks or little benches, storage benches. They are also fabulous. And if you have something like that where you can place a long one in any type of room, it's just, it's just awesome. And these are things that you can get at any IKEA um, any type of furniture store, basically. Um, so those are just a little bit of items that I suggest. Again, I got like your example with the husband and wife, the, the space mm-hmm. has to function the way you live. So you have to kind of design it around the way you live. If you use a space to entertain and your kids use it to play their games, and it has to function on both level so we just have to design it so it functions on both levels within the day your kids know where to put their stuff you can pull it out to entertain and 
just makes life a whole lot easier. Um, or even if it's like a family room where you entertain and your kids go and play, you can have a storage item for your throws, your pillows. You can even have um, a bookcase where you can store some of your um, items to bring out when you entertain or credenza in the space. Uh, so you can store some of your items to entertain, like glasses, silverware, uh, trays. Um, and then you can also have a uh, a place where you can store your kids' games creative, creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where I come in and help. And as long as you have a spending plan or budget, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can help that's you with true. that. <laughs> that's true. And that's true. And a question I wanted to ask because I know, Felicia, whenever I go for a consultation, people feel that they have to clean up. And I always tell them, can you please leave it the way it is because, it gives me a good sense of how you function. Okay, so you've got papers all over the place, but it gives me an idea of, okay, this is how you function, so how can I create a system that kind of works with your personality? So do you find when people, you know, they make the appointment with you and they come and you come to the house to and do a clean sweep and put everything away um, when you arrive or do you prefer it just to be the way it is when they're living? Um, how would you, you know, what is the best scenario for you? Um, that is the ideal scenario. Um, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> okay. I always walk into the clean space and they're like, well, it's not normally just clean. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's when I have to interview them. But, yeah, it's um, that's ideal. Uh, some people think that, um, oh, please don't judge me. I'm not judging you. That's why you called me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we all need help in every area of our life. And normally you turn to the expert that's, that's going to help you. And that's why I tell people, don't worry about straightening it up, especially if you're doing a, a whole home. Um, and you're looking for ideas on how to organize, how to set up, or how to get the function. Don't worry about straightening it up. Just leave it as is. Um, because that helps me to see a lot. Um, if I walk into a space that you've already tried to decorate, I'm going to think that you are straightened up. I'm going to think that you live like this. Normally, I'm not going to, and certain things that would come to mind that you would need, I'm not going to think that you need them. So it just saves us a whole lot of time, and time is money. So it, if most spaces that I walk into where it is as is on um, 90% of the time end up being the best projects because we don't have to go back and say, oh, well, instead of this particular piece, maybe this would have worked better for you because of X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that it is just um, – I, I can't – can't stress that enough, but you know, it's. I, I think people just feel as though it's a reflection on them, and they don't want that reflection. But to me, it's never a negative reflection. You're asking for help. I'm here to help you, and in the long run, seeing how you live on a daily basis helps me to design this space so it functions for you on a daily basis. Um, and and you're just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and, I, and and you're right because, you know, one time I walked into a home and all the shoes were right by the front door. And I said, oh, that's a simple solution. And they were like, really? Because we were trying to clean it up. I said, no. I said, because 
you want everybody to take their shoes off when they come into the house. So I immediately noticed that. So now it's just a simple getting a nice little decorative shoe rack so when the kids come home and they can put their little shoes there and nobody when they walk in the door. And they were like, wow, so you're right. And so listeners, when you when you hire an interior designer, <laughs> let them see your space because that's what you're hiring them there for so they can see what you need, what's, what, what maybe colors, maybe storage, just things that you need. So I just, I, I, when you were talking, I said, I wonder if people actually clean when Felicia comes because you're there <laughs> to do your thing. <laughs> see, and, well, well, see, and I can I know. Sometimes, I would just say, okay, Felicia, this is this is how I'm living, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It all depends upon the project, too. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I am working with an empty space, so there's nothing there, yeah. nothing there for well, the yeah. cleaning or mm-hmm. But for those that say, oh, I have a family room, I need to remodel, I don't know where to get started, the first thing is out of my mouth, don't worry about straightening it up. Because I'm going to say 80% of the time I get the – Call, well, I have small kids, and, you know, they utilize this space, too, and then I'll say, don't worry about straightening up. And when I get there, it's straightened up. <laughs> mm. I'm going to say about, like, 60 or 70% of the time, and then that's where the time comes into question. I mean, I try to get out of them as much as I can on how they live in the space, what they do, like what is their day-to-day activity 90% of the time. And um, for the most part, um, it's, it's it takes more time to do that than if I walk in the space and see where the clutter is or the chaos is. That I can judge right off the door and say, okay, you might need this, you might need this, why don't we think about this? Or instead of using this piece of furniture to do this, would you think about using it for this because that would give you a little bit more storage here or that would give you more function. Oh, instead of the way the room being set up here, have you thought about redesigning it for this? You have your flow and traffic coming in and out to the kitchen, going out into like the garage or whatever the case may be, um, and the traffic just flows. You have no interference. You can see the TV. Mm-hmm. never thought about that. So that kind of helps me. Um, but when I, it's, it's really to me as a designer, I know for some just think about the overall aesthetics of the space, um, unless they're doing with a completely new space. But for me as a designer, if it doesn't function and if you don't love it, it's not going to be your favorite space. And um, for the years that I've been doing it, for the clients that put in the work, and I know for some they'd rather be told, oh, you need this, you need that. I'm not that type of designer. I let you have your say because at the end of the day, it's Mm -hmm. your home. And if it's not functioning or working the way that you live, you're not going to love the space. You're not going to gravitate to the space. And in a couple years or so, you're going to redo the space. So I know some people want to be directed and say, you tell me what to do. I can't. This is your home. (laughs) I don't live here. You yeah. do. Cost is not yeah. And then also, I have some clients that put in their own sale. Felicia, I know that this may not work design wise, but I want to incorporate this in the space. This is a antique of my mother's, or or this is a piece uh, artwork. I, no one says that they like, but I love it because of X, Y, and Z, and I would love it in this space. Do you think mm-hmm. it would go? Of course it would go because you imagined it in the space. We can work around it. We can add colors to it. We can make it work. 
you know, because that's going to make you gravitate to that space. That's going to make you love the space, you know. Um, Same with, like, when people want to do, like, their bedrooms and they want to organize their bedrooms. Not only do I have to keep them organized, but I also like to create that zen feeling. What colors relax you? You don't want anything that's energizing, you know. Certain things like that. Um, And for some bedrooms that people have asked... (laughs) I do try to tell them because 99% of the time it's like, okay, you need some organization here. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you need somewhere to put mm-hmm. your clothes. Yeah, <laughs> You need that's somewhere true. to set out your clothes. Yeah. That's true. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> so, Felicia, as someone who, you know, works with clients and, you know, works on several projects, how do you keep your own space, you know, organized and in order because of your full schedule? Oh, my gosh. I knew that question was going to come up sooner or later. <laughs> okay, so if you were to see me work, you would be like, she's not organized at all. But um, I do have an organized system. I do um, – I'm a very visual person, so I do keep my clients in a file, um, sometimes a color file. I love – Love, 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 love uh, those clear plastic holders uh, mm-hmm. because it allows me to put a lot of things into one sleeve and to see visually when I look at a, a client's information, okay, this is this room or this is this project. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at my desk, you would think that something explode, but it's chaos and organization. And um, I explain that to most people who work the way I do because at the end of the day, I can quickly clean it up because I know where everything goes. That's number one. And number two, I know what's in everything. So it's not a painstaking process for me to clean it up. And that's kind of like how I work at work. Uh, I may have a lot of projects that I'm working in, and while people come into the showroom, my desk may look like something exploded. But at before I leave, when I leave at 5, it's clean for the next morning because I have a system as to where everything should go, everything is placed. That's why I'm not losing anything, and I know where everything is, and I can quickly get my hands on it. Um, that's a system I try to teach people who are like me, but those that are very thorough and organized and, um, like, they really need a clean-cut system, those are the ones I create the filing system for, for and uh, mm-hmm. so they can have a routine um, but for someone like me who's creative and visual and has that creative chaos mess, as long as you have a place to put your things at the end and you have a a method, well, not a method, but like a system as to where everything goes, it makes it a lot easier for you to create that chaos and then still clean it off. So every time you start, you're starting with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I operate. <laughs> And that's good because, I mean, people have to understand people are creative like you are. They need things sometimes spread out and you're working on different projects, pulling pieces together, ideas together. But like you said, you have a system where at the end of the day you pull everything together so that you come into a area that is organized and then, you you know, you're able to jump into your project faster because you've already put those pieces away. So, yes. I do understand because even though I am organized and I help other people organize, but when I'm in that creative mode, stuff is all over the place. 
myself. Yes. I do understand. So, Felicia, um, thank you so much for joining us, and please let listeners know how they can reach out to you when they are ready to create that space that's well, just um, you know, for them. <laughs> I'm happy to help anyone who um, needs help in creating that creative space um, to make it your unique space. Uh, they can always reach me um, by phone, most convenient way to reach me, an easiest way to get in touch with me, and that number is 215-808-4786. Um, email is also best, too, um, and that is Benton, B as in boy, E-N-T-O-N, underscore Felicia, F-E-L-S-E-I-A, at yahoo.com. And for those that want to uh, check out my website um, and also see how I work, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can still hear you. Okay. (laughs) And I want to see how I, I work that way. Uh, they can reach me. I'm trying to at Felicia F E L I C I A dash Benton B E N T O N um, at Squarespace dot com. And of course, listeners, I always have a direct link to Felicia's website, which not only has um, features her work, but also how you can just send her an email and get in contact with her. Well, Alicia, thank you so much again for joining us and for sharing such wonderful insight and information on just how to get started and, of course, contact you when we're ready for our special creative space. You're welcome, Janet. It's always my pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Well, listeners, now you've got some strategies on how to tackle that space that may be full of clutter or may even be empty. Felicia has given you some ways on how to get started so it can be your special space, whether it's your bedroom, you want it to be a zen room, whether you want it to be a craft space, a home office, etc. So be sure to listen to, to um, reach out to her. And, of course, the link is on the show page on how you can reach out to her directly. But, And I want to thank again, Bob Lewis of Closet and Storage Concepts because, people, it is getting near that time of year where you may want to have to redesign your closet or you may just want to tackle that garage. So be sure to reach out to Closet and Storage Concepts. Well, our sponsor, Audible, is offering all of our listeners a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. All you have to do is download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, that is audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And the audiobook selection for this week is Interior Design, The Most Amazing Tricks Ever, 
interior design, home organizing, home cleaning, home living, home construction. And I thought it would be just appropriate since we had an interior designer um, as our guest. And it's how to save time, how to manage your small spaces, how um, to design can change your life, seven steps to good results, and so on and so forth. It is an Amazon bestseller. And if you want to make a change regarding your interior spaces, chances are you have a little bit of trouble finding out advice but that you need in order to create that space. So, again, it is interior design, the best. It's an uh, uh, Amazon best-selling um, book, and it is interior design, the most amazing tricks ever. And you can get that copy, your free copy of that audiobook, by going to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, listeners, it is the fifth day, and uh, we are continuing to move along on my Get My Life Totally Organized private Facebook group. And this coming weekend on my Periscope, I am going to show you every single thing I have gotten rid of over the past 30-plus days before I actually bag everything up and take it to the donation. But it's just doing simple things. It's looking at things and just deciding, you know what, it is time to get rid of this because I've had I've had it too long. I've held on to it too long. And the one thing I love about my private Facebook group is the connections. Last week we had a live Q&A on Facebook, and we were talking about organizing the jewelry, and um, a lot of people had sentimental jewelry that they did not want to get rid of, but they weren't wearing it. So I found a great article on how people were repurposing that jewelry. So a couple of the members decided that they wanted to connect and have a, just bring their glue guns, bring their craft projects, and just come together as a group and just create some new things with jewelry that is sentimental to us. So those are some of the things that are happening. Sometimes they're just supportive of each other. They just give each other a pat on the backs when somebody clears clutter or even if there's a strategy, maybe somebody else has found a way that it works for them. So that's what takes place in the private Facebook group. In addition to the Organized 365 Challenge where you get rid of something every single day, we have weekly decluttering focuses. So as I said so far, we have we've entered the bedroom. So we did the bedroom. We're working on the jewelry. And, of course, this week we have our focus as well. And then I have my live organizing strategies Q&A. This week I have a surprise for them, and I'll tell you what that surprise is next week. I'm excited. And, of course, you get organizer that has been doing it for over 20 years and so much more. So all you have to do is go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, read all about all the details. It's an investment of $1 for the first 30 days just to get a feel of the group, see if this is something that will work for you. After that, it's an investment of $7 a month to help you on your journey to living an organized life. So now it's Taylor's tip time, and I want to share with you five things 
That's right, five, because you know how I am. That can basically help you clear the clutter. Five things that can clear the clutter and how you can get started on that process and on that journey. Excuse me. Um, almost lost my um, voice there. For number one, you want to set an end date. So maybe you've decided that the room is going to be your Zen room and you're going to do it by the end of June. Number two, write your to-do list of everything you need to do. Okay, you need to clean out everything. You need to get rid of everything that's trash. That's number one. Next thing you know, you need to get rid of everything that's donated. That's number two. Number three is you need to find a place in your home and in your space to organize everything, or will everything stay in the room, and what kind of systems will you create? Then the next thing is you schedule your task. Okay, this coming Saturday, I'm going to pull the trash out. Next Saturday, I'm going to go to the donation. Then the following week, I am going to X, Y, Z. And then you get your supplies. Because I always tell you to purge before you purchase because 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. So you want to get rid of as much before you go out and buy your containers, your supplies, your shelves, your et cetera. And then number five, just do it. So number one, you need to set an end date. Number two, write your to-do list. Number three, from that to-do list, schedule those tasks. Number four, get your supplies. And number five, just do it. So that's this week's Taylor's Tip Time. So if you are looking for some organizing assistance, but you're thinking, Janet, I'm not even in your city. Well, I do offer virtual organizing sessions, and that's those are sessions we can do via Skype or via the phone. And basically, I'll help you get organized. I'll help you on your, your um, journey to becoming organized. And not only am I helping people in their, biz, in their homes and with their time, but now I'm actually working with businesses and just helping them better organize all their thoughts and all the information that they have. So please go to my website and check out my life strategy sessions. So I want to thank you so much for your tweets, your retweets, your follows, your emails, your posts and comments on Facebook. I thank you so much for growing, helping me grow my social media community. But also I want to thank all of you for watching my Periscopes and for those of you on Blog Talk Radio who are helping this community grow. I truly appreciate all of you. And also I want to make sure that you check out my Pinterest board specifically for your craft room, or your home office, or maybe you even want to do your bedroom over again. Those are some boards that I've created that will just help you on your journey to living that organized life. Well, you know today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday. And your Toss It Tuesday tip for tomorrow is schedule time to clear out the old to make room for the new. Again. Clear out the old and make room for the new. So now I'm moving on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for this week. My app suggestion is the For Any Place app. 
It helps you organize and control any type of property you own or manage and everything from your personal residence to your rental property to your commercial property and all the stuff that's in it from the light bulbs, from the screws, from the appliances. And that is a great way to help you manage things because if something, if a light bulb breaks or you can always go to your For Any Place app and you can always find out what specific type you need. Or maybe you purchase an appliance and it needs a specific part. Then you've already got that information in it. So just go to ForAnyPlace.com and you can download the app. My product suggestion are Cube Grid Bins. They're great for storage organization in any living area, bedroom, office. And their virtual bins are designed to fit into any cube grids which are sold at the Bed Bath and Beyond. And I like bins because you can just put stuff in there. You'll know what's in there. It could be CDs. It could be DVDs. It could be paper. It could be kids' toys. It could be your yarn for your craft. But whatever it is, you put it in there and it looks nice and neat and it's always accessible. And then my repurpose suggestion for this week is taking old jars and turning and storing makeup brushes in them, paint brushes in them, or just using them in the office. So as always, you can go to my Pinterest page and you can find apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, as well as my repurpose section as well. And I've also added a new board. It's called Janet's lifestyle product picks and the exogenic lifestyle picks because they're going to be products and they're going to be services that I believe in that will help you organize your life, a specific area of your life. I've already shared my thoughts about Tidy Box, so I will be sharing thoughts about other products in the forthcoming months. When you are grateful When you can see what you have, you unlock blessings to flow in your life. And I wanted to say that. I'm going to say that again. When you are grateful, when you can see what you have, you unlock blessings to flow in your life. So many times we see we have clutter and we've got piles all over our homes and in our lives. And really, sometimes, The things that we want and the things that we need, we already have. So I challenge you this week to take a section, whether it's a box, whether it's a shelf, whether it's a drawer, whether it's a closet, whether it's a corner, and just tackle what's there. Get rid of all the stuff that is blocking the flow from coming into your life. And if it's something that is valuable, but may not be valuable to you anymore, but is usable, donate it to keep the flow going. Let's not be wasteful, and let's be grateful for all the things that we have in this new year. Well, I'm excited because upcoming podcast next week, we have Christy Flynn, relationship expert, Oh, and she's going to be talking making time for love. You know, as we lead up to Valentine's Day. Then we have the organized pet owner, Charlotte Reed. She is the pet expert because soon it will be Pet Lovers Day we'll be celebrating, so I wanted to bring her on for that. 
Mastering Your To-Do List. Keena Baker of Grind Different will be returning and just sharing with us some strategies on how we can do that, how we can really master, maximize our time by mastering our to-do list. And that is how we will be wrapping up the month of February, and soon I'll be sharing with you March's guests as well. Well, I want to thank you for listening, and I want you to be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. Be sure to visit my website and follow me via social media. Follow my Pinterest page. Follow my YouTube channel or follow me via Periscope. So I definitely do want to, um, again, thank you for joining me. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.